This week on Nintendo Main, we have Kate back to talk about Shining Resonance Refrain. Hey, guys. I've continued to octo my paths. Damn it. Nintendo Main episode 131, your your best, uh, number one best place for Nintendo news from Nintendo fanatics like us, your hosts. I'm Trey uh, Octo Defender Johnson. I'm Jeremy Squid Defender Mikowski. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm I think... John, really, Skyskipper says, damn it, knitter. <laughs> I think we're, we're, we're champions now, too, right, Jeremy? We're uh, squid, oh, yeah. squid I'm, champions I'm a squid and octoling champion, champions. Right. And uh, do we have... Uh, we have our guest here as well. Hello, Kate Feinberg. Do you have Do you have a middle name? I don't really have anything as cool as you guys. <laughs> <laughs> how, how have you been? I'm doing okay. Cool. What's uh, so? What we do normally at the beginning here, we talk about what we've been playing. Uh, we this is we're recording this actually a little bit earlier that we normally record episodes, so there hasn't been a whole lot of days since since last time we recorded. But um, I know that uh, last last night, well, this this weekend or. They're doing the global Splatfest for Splatoon too. So, uh, Jeremy and I played that last night. There's, they're doing this, uh, Octoling versus, uh, Squid Fest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Splatoon 2, Kate, but, uh, they do like every, like every once a month they do, it's kind of like a everybody votes thing, except you get to fight each other also. It's kind of reminiscent of the old app for, for Wii, but, uh, you like it'll be like cats versus dogs or like hot dogs versus hamburgers or whatever <laughs> weird stuff like that. Uh-huh. It's cool. And you like you pick a team and you'll fight like on that team. So you'll be like, I'm team cat and then you know, you'll play against dogs. <laughs> and it's it goes like they they uh, I know they take in like however many pe- it's like the popular vote and then it's like which team won the most and then you get like extra you get these little like mushroom shell things that you can use to like alter your character's abilities and stuff like that with like if you win. So it's a it's a cool thing to keep people like playing the game, you know, to bring bring you back to it. And they mm-hmm. add like new levels and new weapons and stuff. Seems like every time they do that. But and they've been like only by region before that. And and this weekend it's the first time where you can play against everyone. Like everyone in the world is on this Splatfest. So so it's pretty cool. Um, we did we played it a little bit last night uh, on the stream and uh, got got farther enough to get to the like and you level up like your um you know like we you start out as like a it's like a fan, like a fangirl, a fanboy, and then you become like a defender or a champion, whatever, you know. You can level up your how well you do for your team or whatever. So we were mm-hmm. play, we were playing that last night. It's a pretty charming. It's a yeah, I'm glad that they keep doing that stuff for Splatoon. It's makes it like a game that you come back to. And it's been like over a year since since it came out and it's still you know, it's still relevant and people are still playing it. Well, that's cool. I know like my friend plays it on the switch he loves it and i know they do like i think last one was camp was like mayo versus ketchup or something yeah, yeah. or and like now i know why they do that i mm. had no idea what they were voting for <laughs> yeah yeah i like those ones in particular because it actually looks like your paint is mayo and ketchup that you're covering everything with oh really yeah 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 it's pretty gross oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty cool though 
Yeah, they change. Uh, they'll change your ink depending on like what team it is, like color code it. Mm-hmm. So like, but that one was like was cool because yeah, because they're like condiments. It looks like you're like shooting ketchup at the other person, or you're shooting like mayo at the other person. And uh, <laughs> the way the game works with where how you paint the levels, in the end, it basically looks like there's like a whole lot of like gross hot mayo and ketchup on the <laughs> in the level at the end, you know. <laughs> So Everyone's slipping around and stuff. So people who are like adverse to to mayo, like my fiance hates mayo, so she was kind of that that whole splatfest sort of grossed her out <laughs> with all the mayo. It's like flies flying all around Splatoon all over. That's yeah, the big fight. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, we were just rolling hot dogs in the street and eating. Them. <laughs> but yeah, that was a. Yeah, that was that was one of the first ones. But yeah, they get and they then and some of them are sponsored. Like they did a Turtles one, like uh mm-hmm. they did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like um and they did like sort of a tournament thing where it was like what was it? Leonardo versus Raphael and like uh Michelangelo versus Donatello and then it ended up being Raphael versus Donatello. And Donatello Were you like painting wh- blue and red and orange and purple? Yeah. Yeah, you were. You were doing the different uh colors of them. So that was fun. And that that went on for like three weeks, and Donatello ended up winning that one, which I was very excited because he's my favorite turtle. But yeah, they do they do cool, cool stuff like that. Also, uh, yeah, as Jeremy said earlier about the Octopath Traveler, uh, that game came out like uh, last was it last week or was it two weeks ago? Just last week. I don't remember. But yeah, no, that game's. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about that because that's a Switch exclusive, and I know you mentioned when we talked to you before. You said that that you that uh you, that you felt like there wasn't enough RPGs on there. At the time, but uh, it's a, I think it's a great, it's a great game. Like it's definitely caters to, um, you know, people. Like it's very reminiscent of Final Fantasy VI. Like I know you're a big fan of that game, and uh, yeah, the, some of the sprites look similar, except for the, except for the level designs kind of set up differently. But yeah, it's definitely like a love letter to the um, the old school SquareSoft RPGs, turn based stuff. And there's a uh, eight different characters that you can pick from, and they all have their own stories, and you kind of get them all together. Jeremy's probably the farthest on it of all of us. I've only played about like four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to finish unlocking all the, the, the characters. And then you, you basically after you unlock a character and you beat like whatever their first boss is, then you're free to go on and do whatever you want. And their second chapter will open up somewhere on the map. And the second chapter always recommends you to be like a much higher level than you are. So I'm not, According to the recommendations, I'm not ready for the second chapters yet. So hopefully, by the time I'm done with this one, I can handle it. Yeah, thankfully they they put little warnings like whenever you go when you're. Whenever I think you're- I'm about to. I'm somewhere. My main character is at level 19, I think, and uh, it says like level 22. So I'm close yeah. to what the recommended level is for the chapter two. Mm-hmm. And and everything's kind of connected. There's not really like a world map, but you know, there's all you can. It's everything's. Uh, Sort of like Metroidvania-ish, like in the map, the way the map is, like it's all connected and you go from one to another. But when you get to a different spot, it'll say like, yeah, it'll say like danger level 20 or something to try to warn you, like maybe you shouldn't mm-hmm. be in here if you're not leveled up enough. I'm really interested to see like what happens once you get all your characters together, because I have no idea like who's the big bad guy for it or like what the main quest is aside from like the the char- character specific stories. So I'm wondering how they're going to do that or if they do that. And they kind of, the characters don't really interact that much with each other on their own specific stories. So maybe they'll do that later. I don't know. But the game is, the game's super beautiful. The soundtrack's really good. Um, you know, they basically did really well in taking an old, like an old school idea and making it more modern, you know, like taking 2D sprites 
and making them 3D and making it look like a pop-up book. So it's very, it's very cool. And I hope they do more games like that. And we were talking last week that it got a pretty good, pretty big release. Like, um, I think it's like, it was like a hundred thousand, which is good for like a game, like a niche game like that. And, uh, so, and I, I know that it's been really hard to find physical copies because I feel like they didn't send out enough or didn't expect it to sell as much. So hopefully there'll be more, more games like that. I know there's a, there's a specific team of Squaresoft dedicated to making Switch games and, uh, when they, they said they have stuff that they haven't announced. So hopefully there's more to come like that. Let me ask something about Octopath since I haven't, I haven't played it much beyond the demo. Sure. So like with Paper Mario, the whole setup being a you know storybook mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. The aesthetic plays into the gameplay in a lot of certain ways, like you can get blown around by a fan, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything in Octopath so far where the aesthetic of the game actually comes into play through the gameplay? Not, not really. so far. No. It's just not. a surface level. I haven't even gotten any at. sort of, right. There's been no like fourth wall breaking or anything like that either, which I think even happened a little bit in Final Fantasy VI from time to time. So. Yeah, it keeps it pretty much concretely in the world and exists within that world in a just like a, just like a Super Nintendo or I don't know some might compare it more like to a PS1 level like graphics. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's just the world you're in. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, except for with the crazy effects that PS1 wouldn't have been, been able to do like all the lighting. Right, but I but I keep I know a lot of people say it looks like a Super Nintendo game and it does, but it looks more like a PS1 game like when mm-hmm. they were still everything was still kind of 2D and they were incorporating elements of 3D into it. Oh, sure. Yeah. But the presentation does kind of feel like Paper Mario as to where it's like a two and a half D game where it's like, it looks like a pop-up book, which Paper Mario does that. But, but there's no like action commands or anything like that where you, where you have to dance, where you have to dodge things. And there's no stickers that are fans or whatever. Thankfully, no sticker star stuff in there. <laughs> have any, we, we forgot to mention last week, but did any, did any of you guys play uh, Sonic Mania plus? Apparently that's out and people are like, I've not played that yet. No, I've not gotten the DLC yet. No. Did you get? Did you get the first one, Sonic Mania? I know. I know Jeremy and John did. Did you get it, Kate? I did. Okay. It was. uh, We did a at the end of the year last year. We did like a top ten list of Switch games, and uh, it was on my top ten list. I thought it was really cool. I don't know what exactly is in the update. I know there's like new characters, but are there new levels and stuff? Anybody know? Yeah, I've heard there were new levels. Um, they added a bunch of new water levels. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's all water. <laughs> no hydro, more Hydro City. <laughs> God, I hated Hydro City so much, or Hydrosity, however you pronounce it. That's where I got stuck for a while, and then I finally beat that, and then I get stuck on another thing. I never actually did. Any of you guys beat it all the way through? No, Sonic I never did. No. Yeah, it was really cool. No, there was one level that I got kind of stuck. Yeah. Well, I got kind of frustrated with some of the level design. First of all, I thought the game was great, but some of the level design was just too much. It was like, you know, zipping you all over the place, left and right. And I felt like, okay, this game is just kind of like setting me through some kind of machine. And uh, points is not really giving you a lot of choice about where to go. You're just kind of, it was confusing, honestly, in some mm-hmm. points. Um, so that's what kind of set me off. It was There was one level in particular where it was too much of that. And I'm like, ah, I don't feel like playing this. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. But would you would you come back to it if you if you ended up getting the the oh, update? I, would. I know it's like a yeah, I would come back to it. it it's in like, fact, it's kind of inspiring me to just you know muscle through it and beat that one level and beat the rest of the game, and then get the DLC. I wouldn't get the DLC until I played the rest of the game. Oh, okay, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. You mentioned before we were recording that you had the. Uh, did you get the ultimate edition of Sonic Mania, Kate, with the statue and all that? Yes. Mm-hmm. How is that? I mean, is it? Cool. 
I mean, gorgeous. It's, yeah, it's like it the- plays it plays Sega, so I geek out over that. It comes with like a Sonic ring as well. Oh, nice! It's uh, you said it plays Sega. Yeah, if you press the button that says Sega. Oh, nice! <laughs> drive my roommate crazy. I keep playing it <laughs> over and over again. Nice. Does it have? I was going to ask if it has any sort of motion sensor thing, like when you walk by it, it says Sega. <laughs> no, I wish that would probably creep him out at night. Because I, I have this big, uh, I have this big army of darkness toy of Ash that has like really? the, he like talks and stuff. And if you, if you like click it, like you can set it on motion sensing where it'll just like it'll just talk when you walk by it on its own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it's kind of a, I never, I, I never leave, I don't leave it on because it, it you know, because then it can get annoying pretty quickly. But it's funny. It'd be cool if they, if the Sonic statue did that too. It would just say Sega whenever somebody walks by it or there's a shadow on it or whatever. But that oh, just would. snuck up behind you and went Sega. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be too much. And it, it like wakes you up in the morning. It's like, hey, Sega. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool though. And that and that didn't come with an actual. It still came with a code, right? The uh, yeah, that one. It didn't come with the game. It just came with this giant box mm-hmm. of the statue. And then the code to download the game for mm-hmm. PS4. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we mentioned it last time you were on. You still haven't you, – you don't have a Switch, but most No, of, I don't. Yeah. But I, I am want to get one from watching your YouTube channel, the games you play. Oh, thank you. So <laughs> you're welcome. Thanks for watching. Uh, it's uh, I enjoy it. Yeah. It's nice to see a different perspective of video games. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I was watching that and watching you play like East Origin, not East Origin, the other East games East 8, that yeah. came out. Uh, so I've been wanting to play that on Switch. So mm-hmm. I'll be getting one soon. Yeah, it's uh, I like that game a lot. Ease is Ease is really cool. I think uh, I mentioned it before, but Ease and, and Octopath I think are probably going to be my games of the year. Like once we get for the Switch, once we get down to that countdown, because I mm-hmm. think they're both. I haven't. I've spent more time in Ease than I have in Octopath, but I like. I like both of them. And Shining Resonance is cool too. I mean, they're that one and Ease are similar, but but different. You know, so it's it's nice to have three good RPGs that I can just kind of I can just go from one to another. And it's mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, I have three great games that I'm really into playing. Not to mention like, you know, I still could play like some of Mario Tennis or like Wolfenstein Two and those other games that I got, which I did, which I did try playing a little bit of tennis yesterday while i was while i was editing the podcast and um we mentioned uh, last week there's been a couple of updates on there and it seemed a little bit they made it a little bit easier to return like the super hits and all that on that game so i had a little bit of a better time on blooper but i still can't beat him on the uh on that ship on that ship level but they they you know the update is actually out where they tried to balance stuff and now it's like easier to return to return the ball on super moves so could give it a try again, Jeremy, and see if you still hate it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played it. Well, I think I tried playing it the other day, but it was before the updates. Yeah, but, but you're stuck on that boss, so I don't know if it necessarily... Well, it'll still do the super hit. Every, everything does that super hit. So, But I was trying to I was trying to break all of the rackets of uh, Blooper, and I think I only made it through two, and he has four. So if you can just break every, break all their rackets, they automatically lose for a KO. So that was kind of my strategy on that. Yeah, I'm but. still on the the reflecting room. So once I get past that, I think I'm to the boss. I say I, you can. Uh, I have a video of, of me beating it up there on YouTube. If you want to check that out, in case you get stuck again. <laughs> but yeah. Um, also, uh, it kind of happened like right after we recorded. But that crazy uh, that arcade game. What is it? Sky Shipper or whatever. Skyskipper. Skyskipper came out, which I have no idea what it is. 
I, I didn't I, I haven't bought it I haven't bought it yet, but looking at it on the eShop, it looks completely confusing. But you got it, right, John? I bought it, I played it. And yeah. what I is it? it? Definitely more of a curiosity, you know, to, to play like a, a Nintendo game that was not officially released. First of all, in case anybody's not heard the story, the story goes that Skyskipper was made nineteen eighty one. I think it precedes Donkey Kong, but there was only ten of them made and uh, they put them out into Various bars around, uh, I think, the Seattle area, and they didn't do very well. Um, and so since it was not a hit, they just didn't make any more. There was only 10 ever, ever made. And then one of them remained at Nintendo of America headquarters. And some number of years ago, there was an initiative to get in there and actually copy the ROM so that it wouldn't be lost to time. And mm-hmm. uh, this is the ROM that we have today on the, on the eShop. Yeah. So it's fun to play. In that regard, and as a game, it's it's not bad. You know, it's definitely a very simple game, and it, I don't think it would do too well if it was released. You know, uh, as as a, a, a new game, as far as the gameplay, it's, it's pretty simple. What you do is you start out your little airplane, and you got to fly around these different scenarios, which are kind of like um, almost like obstacle courses. Like there's things you have to go through and collect, which are, which are actually there's a, a king, the queen, the joker, and like Several of their underlings have all been kidnapped by these giant gorillas. So you have to, first of all, you have to shoot the gorillas uh, so that the little people can uh, can escape. If you don't shoot the gorillas or if their gorillas are walking around in front of the people, they won't come out to be rescued. So as soon as you uh, knock out the gorillas, they start, little people start jumping around. And you as the airplane, you got to swoop in and collect them uh, all the while. You know, avoiding all the obstacles and uh, things that are set up. So, so, so maybe a little bit like Defender, a little bit. Yeah, I guess it's a little like Defender. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't remember Defender. You're you're, collect, yeah, you're collecting the people. That's right in Defender, uh-huh. right? Yeah, it's it's a lot like that. It's less fast paced, I would say. That Defender was pretty fast. Now, how so do you more casual, and cutesy? How do you move on it? Like I look, I'm looking at pictures of it on the eShop, and it's hard to really tell. Like, is it like top mm-hmm. down, and you can kind of move around like that, or is it like a side scrolling thing, or? It's like side scrolling. Um, it's like a big side scrolling, I guess. Uh, it's not, it's not like side scrolling like Mario where there's like this really like long scenario where mm-hmm. you go from beginning to end or nothing like that. It's like, um, you can move a little bit to the left. You can scroll a little bit to the left. You can scroll a little bit to the right. You can scroll a little bit, a little bit up as well. Yeah. So it's like one, you know, almost static scenario with a little bit of scrolling here and there. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as movement, you're using, I, you know, it was a joystick at the time, but now you can use the analog stick and you can move in uh, eight directions. So you can move you know, diagonally as well. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of like a top downish thing where you can move. That's what I meant by like where you can go in any area of it. It's not like Donkey Kong where it's just, you know, where you just go forward and then climb a ladder and then go. No, not like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, you can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by top down. I, th- I thought you meant like a, like a time pilot or something like that, like where you're just... Or like 1942. Oh, okay. like no, yeah, no, not not like that. Like like a fixed screen, but you can move around. I don't know, kind of like yeah, that. You can scroll a little yeah. bit, but it's not like a huge long scenario like a Super Mario mm-hmm. game would be. Yeah, and uh, and your main do you mention that your main character's name is Mister U? <laughs> Mister U, yeah, yeah Mister U. So uh, that's cool. Right on the nose there. <laughs> it's like even more generic than Jumpman. Yeah, he's actually inspiration for the Wii U. Mister U, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, probably. Really? Which is why it <laughs> was be. a failure. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Why'd they go back to Skyscraper? I don't know. But yeah, yeah I it's mean, pretty fun. You... <laughs> I, would, I would definitely recommend buying it for eight bucks. 
as a Nintendo fan to get to play a super rare, maybe even the most rare Nintendo game. Oh, I see. So you're like in a plane, and that's how, yeah. why you can go. Okay, so it is a it is a side scroller, but you can fly up and down. I can yeah, I kind of sure. get it now. Yeah, no, it looks interesting. I mean, do you like do you like playing it? Like it's a. Uh, I mean, are I like there... it. I mean, I'll go back to it a couple of times. I don't, you know, I, I don't think it's in the whole library of Nintendo games. I wouldn't call it a classic. I would definitely call it, you know, curiosity. Mm, yeah, uh, which is worth downloading just for that reason. Mm. In that context, yeah, I think if you didn't know the story behind it, you'd be like, "Oh, that's 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 all right." You know, is there music? Um, if there is, I don't really remember it. So, wait, no, I remember it was like it was some generic like what do you call it? What's the term for when music? A public domain, it's like public okay. a public domain song. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like Happy Birthday, like all the way through, <laughs> something like that. I don't I don't remember what the song was, mm. or like uh, some Mozart or something like that. William yeah. Tell Overture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Pomp and circumstance, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'd say get it overall. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I just didn't have time to play it yet, but I'm, I'm interested definitely in, in what it is. And Do it, you play it, it in vertical mode or horizontal mode? Can you? I play it horizontal. Can okay. Can you play it yeah. in vertical mode? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think it's really meant to be played that way. It's definitely more of a landscape orientation. Oh, okay. Like you can scroll up a little bit, but not, not too much. Does it does it work kind of like Donkey Kong where you play like uh where you play through like four levels and then like that repeats again and then it's harder or does it actually like progress I've only more two than levels. that? I, I, I played it for about maybe thirty minutes last night. Um, the funniest thing about it though is that when you beat one of the levels, you know you've defeated all the gorillas. It, there's a little in between screen like there is in Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. but the ape is yelling something like "You got me," but he's yelling "Damn it!" He says "Damn it!" like <laughs> I can't. I couldn't believe it. Old Nintendo. Maybe that's why it wasn't released. Because <laughs> I said, "Damn it!" In Nintendo game. Yeah, back when they were extreme, extreme Nintendo. Yeah, we gotta say "damn it" in the arcades to get people to play it. It's interesting. It's just so funny because <laughs> the whole game is so cutesy. There's like these little clowns and jokers and it's cute music, little cute pilot dude flying around in a tiny little plane, and then mm. in the middle it says, "Damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, they're, they're upset, man. Those, those, those uh, monkeys are mad. Yeah, no, it's 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 a weird... Yeah, if you're into, like, weird uh, Nintendo history, it's definitely worth checking out, and it's cool that they've released it as that. I'll have to check it out. I didn't play it yet because, you know, every time I play something, I have to record something to put on YouTube for it, so... Sure. I just didn't have time to do that, but I might do do that today before I start streaming whatever else. But, uh, yeah, check that out, Skyskipper. It's only $8 on the eShop. Nice little, it slipped right in there on Friday. So I, I completely forgot about it and it wasn't, sh- and it wasn't in there like in, as a coming soon stuff. So completely missed out on it. But, um, what did, what have you gotten lately, Kate? Aside, I, I know you got a Shining Resonance, but have you bought anything else lately that you've been playing? Just a couple of the PlayStation, like retro games, Dark Cloud 1 and 2. Oh, okay. I purchased, they were on sale. And I've been playing a lot of Yeast Origin lately. Yeah. been addicted to that game. Yeah, I saw some of that. I saw some videos of that on YouTube as well, and uh, Esper, Esper Dreams. So it looks, yeah, I thought about getting that before I got Ease 8, just to, like, try out the game. But uh, I haven't gotten around to it. But it looks cool. It's it's more like, uh, like, like sprite-based. And mm-hmm. it's kind of kind of feels like more like uh, like Zelda-ish in, uh, in the, um, or like Link to, Link to the Past in, like, graphical the way it looks but it looks cool that one's like action based too right like uh yeah. i think they all are yeah it's a prequel to the first yeast game 
So if you never played Yeast, it gives you backstory of why the tower was created, the twin goddesses. And also, if you played Yeast, then you know a dark fact, you find out about his ascendant hmm. and how it all started. But if you And if you play it, there's two characters. There are three, one you unlock. And the girl, Unica, plays more like Adol with the okay. action, with the axe and the sword. And then Hugo is your mage, which I play because he's like a shooter. Okay. His eyes are fact, so he just I just go along and destroy things. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks it looks cool. And that one said, I mean, was it on sale? I saw that it wasn't. I don't think it's full price. Like it's not sixty bucks, right? It's it was, it was originally twenty on the PSN store. It oh, was okay. for ten, so I picked it up. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, that's that's a great deal. It, it, I know it was released. Uh, limited run games did a release of it. Oh, okay. Like a physical copy. I yeah, love, which love. I missed out on, but I was happy to get this. Mm-hmm. I've been playing it like nonstop until Shining came. Nice. <laughs> I've been playing that. Cool. Yeah, those limited run guys are great. We missed, mm-hmm. uh, the, like a couple weeks ago, we talked about it. They did a, a Night Trap thing, and I didn't oh, yeah. I didn't buy that, but their deluxe version looked pretty awesome with like the VHS tape with all the, with all the cutscenes in there and stuff. They did like a pre-sale oh, cool. thing for it. Because that's supposed to come out in however many months. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'll get that, hopefully. I've never played it, but uh, I know it's... Yeah. Well, I mean, is it on on PS4 already? I know it's coming to Switch. Yeah. um, It's on PS4 already and and Xbox, I think, too. I played it on... Well, I played it way back in the day on my friend's Sega CD, but only played it a little bit at that time. I was in fifth grade. And uh, I downloaded it like five years ago. Maybe... Maybe four years ago, yeah, and I I played through most of it. I don't think I really beat the game, but um, I played it for a good three hours or so, and I thought it was fun. I liked it. Definitely one of the better FMV games that I've played. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, it's simple, and, and you got to get around that fact, like you know, nothing's going to surprise you after you play it for the fourth or fifth time. But, uh, you know, for the campiness, it's really enjoyable. And I like it. And the, But there's, like, different endings and stuff, right? That, that's what I heard. Yeah, like, there's you, different endings, yep. And you can, and there's, like, a specific ending that you can get that's really, really difficult to do because you have to know, like, all of the stuff, like, right at the beginning that you can unlock. Right, and, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I've never played it. And I don't, I don't feel like I've really played a whole lot of FMV games. I didn't even really know it was a genre until, like, a couple weeks ago, I think. But, uh... <laughs> So I'm I'm interested to check it out. We were talking about that a uh, late shift game last week. That's like another FMV thing, and I'm like, hmm. that's a that's a fun game. You played it also, yeah. Yeah, that's two recommendations. Now yeah. I gotta get that game. Yeah, maybe we should check it's it like out. It's a choose your own adventure type game. So every choice you make has an and so not one game is the same. Because me and my roommate Tom were playing it, and we were giving each other what should we do in a situation? Oh, we'll get help, and that leads to him getting injured. Oh, and it's like uh, many endings from what the trophies have on it, but it's very addicting. Hmm. Yeah, there's no. another one too. I but I can't think of it where you're underground from nuclear disaster, and hmm. you have to like choose different options. Oh, I'm trying to think of the game. It, hmm. It's it's similar as FMV game. It's it looks pretty good. Hmm. I don't own it though. Yeah, that's yeah. There's a whole other genre that I just don't really know about that I should experience. I, I definitely should check out that that uh, the late shift because it seems to you you and our last guest like both said that they loved it. So that's as John was saying, two recommendations. We should one of us should definitely check it out for sure. Um, if there's a if, if you guys don't have anything else to talk about for what we've been playing this week, we can move on to the news real quick, and then we'll go sure. go to the uh, topic. Here is the news. I promise you, it's the news. So uh, I 
like I said, it, it was a couple of days ago when we recorded, but there were still some things in the news that I saw. I guess, I guess with the um, with the whole announcement and the the Splatfest thing going on right now, the Squids versus Octolings, there was actually an announcement of Octoling Amiibo coming out, like a three set, like the original one where you can buy like a an octopus, uh, Octo Boy, and Octo Girl Amiibo for Splatoon. So still coming out with more of that stuff, which is pretty cool. And another thing we forgot to mention last week was uh, I got an invite from a I am eight bit to like a special like toy party thing that's going on. Oh yeah, I uh, yeah, I, it's all of their stuff is in Los Angeles and it all all of it looks great and I always kind of I always want to go. But John lives there, so I always forward him whenever I get because they I had appreciate a, it. Yeah, I they, think I'm gonna go to this one. I didn't make it to the Octopath mm-hmm. one, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, this one was pretty interesting. Give me another excuse to go. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I thought you'd be into it because it's a. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find what it was so I could find exactly what it, what it's called. Oh it's, yes, some. So it was an artist, right? Who's doing uh, action figures, custom action figures. Yeah, Dan O'Brown. Dan O'Brown or Dan O'Brown. Um, it's called Some Assembly Required, and it's a handcrafted action figures. But from what I saw from from the email, there's a there's an action figure of Lucas from The Wizard with the power glove. And yeah, there uh, should be and Captain N and Captain <laughs> and the awesome. game and Captain N the game master with the zapper. So I was, I was like, man, I'm, uh, I'm surprised yeah. they never made a Captain N toy. Yeah, right. Maybe it wasn't. They have to. Yeah, maybe they, they wasn't popular enough. He's writing or, the wrongs of history. Yeah, <laughs> what a hero. He's a saint. I would love to see. I would love to see toys of all of his, of, of all the like weird like misdrawn characters, like the green, like the green Mega Man, and like the. And the giant Game Boy, and like the, and like <laughs> oh, the, yeah. the Blue King Hippo, and stuff like that. They should they should make toys of maybe if this one's if he's I mean I know this is like an independent thing. I'll say like maybe if he sells enough Captain Ends, he can do the rest of them. But it would be really interesting believe, to have. I think somebody made an action figure of the deformed Mega Man from the old uh, cover art. <laughs> oh, okay. I've seen that before. Oh, oh the guy oh with the gun. God. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. That's wonderful. I want I want somebody to make an action figure of the Metal Gear cover that's like that's John Connor from Terminator One. Somebody should do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how they don't really it's not they're they're not really hiding it. It's basically a shot from no. Terminator Terminator One and they put Metal Gear on it. That's basically He's all the exact it. same pose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 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 amazing how similar it is. And they they I'm surprised they didn't get sued for that. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, here there he is. I actually have the um I think it's 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 in it's on my shelf back there, but I have the uh, novelization of of Metal Gear from from uh from the eighties, like the book, and it has that cover with the uh, with the John Connor picture on there. <laughs> it says Metal Gear. It's great. That's excellent. I think That's I read. Awesome. Does the book accidentally call him John Connor at one point? I I don't know. I should read through it again. I mean, it's like a kid's <laughs> book. I could probably read it in like twenty minutes, but. Yeah, the Metal Gear novelization. That'd I don't be know. a good idea for a video. Do a live reading of the uh, Metal Gear book. <laughs> of, uh, yes. of that one? I'm, I second that. I'll see sure. that video. I'm yep. sure somebody's done it, but I could do it too. Why not? <laughs> I mean, there's pretty much everything that's been done on YouTube, but why not just do it yourself also? That's how I feel. Not, there's not a... Yeah, I'll have, to t- I'll have to give a look at... Maybe we'll do a show about it, or maybe I'll just read some of it and see if anybody watches it. We could what act it all out. Do a book club episode. Yeah. I, I own the copy of the book too, so we definitely could do a book club review of it. Oh, you have the Metal Gear book? <laughs> uh huh. I got as a gift from someone on Twitter. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've it's seen. hilarious. I saw you got a bunch of different, um, like a, from your, I've seen a lot of, you put up all sorts of cool pictures of stuff on Twitter. Like, I really enjoyed your Friday the 13th stuff. 
of uh, last week. Like I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of old horror movies as well. And I'm more of a Nightmare on Elm Street guy than Friday the 13th, but I, I enjoy both of them on their, you know, on their own merits. But, but, uh, yeah. And I also saw you got what I was trying to say that I got sidetracked by Friday the 13th, but uh, I saw you got a lot of those, uh, Resident Evil books. I didn't even know that was mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. SD Perry did, um, Resident Evil 0, 1, 2, Nemesis, and Code Veronica. And then she made two original novels that go in between the games. That okay. star, like, different stars members. They're really good. Mm-hmm. And They're are, what the movies could have been. Well. To use that. <laughs> I really enjoy reading them. I mean, the movies could have been anything other than what they were. I mean, I Can't really have The movies could have been Resident Evil at some point. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <They drove down. laughs> yeah, I have no, I have no love for those movies whatsoever. And I haven't really, I haven't seen all of them. I've only seen parts of, like, the first one and, like, probably some of the, one of the later ones. But, yeah, I was just like, why? Like why even? I don't see the Resident Evil ness in this. But is it, are those books like considered canon by Capcom, or is it just kind of like a side thing, or do they really get into that? There is considered canon, sort of. Mm-hmm. They she really had to embe- embellish a lot because of the timeline. Like Resident Evil One came out years later, Zero came out, so she had to kind of just kind of correspond it with the book. Mm-hmm. But it adds more of a backstory about Umbrella with a new character called Trent, who's not, I wish was in the games. Oh, okay. And also kind of gives the human side of the victims of the zombies from Umbrella a little bit. And the books are split up between like Chris's for Resident Evil 1 for Chris's story, um, Barry's, a little bit of Wesker and Joe. Hmm. So as you read, you're actually experiencing what everyone's going through. Oh, cool. When you- Mm-hmm. So I enjoy them. Yeah. No. No. I just I had never I didn't even know it was a thing, and I saw that you got them, and I was like, huh. I wonder. Yeah. What that's all about. Yeah. How about these? Have you guys ever? You ever have these Nintendo adventure books? They like Mario like Choose Your Own Adventure books. Oh no no I never no had any I never knew yeah. thing. Yeah, it's a whole series. I had one as a kid. I'm trying to find the one that I had. Oh, mm. that's so cool. Looks like there's about a dozen of them. Wow. I have. They a- had some from Zelda too. Yeah, I have a Batman Choose Your Own Adventure book, but that's the only thing that I thing that I oh wow gem yeah I was because because I used to read a lot of the Choose Your Own Adventures. I mean, I think most kids did at that time, and uh, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to find the way the ways that you could die. Like I'd always go through and find the ones <laughs> like how you would get killed, and then I got the Batman one, and I'm like. <laughs> you accidentally won. I'm I'm like, can Batman get killed? He can't get killed. So like, I tried to go through all the different endings, and he can does. He, he doesn't kill someone. He doesn't get killed, of course. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's the no outcome like that. Good. But yeah, flown the Koopa. Oh, that's so cool. Flown the Koopa. Flown the Koopa. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's a nice pun there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I, I, only, I never. I don't have any. I, the only I do remember reading Choose Your Own Adventures, but. They were just the ba- the basic ones. Um, the one I liked the best was uh, you find a briefcase full of money. That was like the whole. <laughs> and what's I really like that one because you yeah. end up getting chased by like thugs and stuff. And mm. I think you can get murdered. People steal your money Are you, if you're too flashy with it. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you get to make a choice? Can you like go pay your student loans off in it? Is that in, <laughs> is that in the book? I well, you're still a kid in it, but I did go and I started a college fund. And okay. That was the end of it. It's like, and then you started your college fund. And like, uh, damn it, I was responsible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and an IRA, and I'm like, all right, well, I wonder like how much I make off of that in 10 years. So you have to like skip ahead 10 pages, and it's like, you made 13%. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <It> is, 
That's cool. Yeah, I used to um it, when I was a kid there were like book clubs, you know, where you got points for reading like however many books. And mm-hmm. I kind of cheated. I would always use like choose your own adventures as and say they were books because I could read through them so quickly. So then I'd like stack those up and they let me do it. So, so yeah. Wait, so you would read, could, could you read them like five different times and count them as five different books? No, I would just read all of the choose your own adventures that were at the library. And that would be like, I'd be like, I wrote, I read these five books and they're like, okay. And it would just uh, help me get it, help me get a leg up on it, you know, cause get a quick start. Cause then I'd have like, I could read all of those in like a day. You know, and then I would, then I wouldn't have to read any more books. Nice. <laughs> that was kind of how I was doing it. Find a way for me to be lazy and not read like actual books. Just read those and say, "Oh yeah, I read this whole book." But I did read like they had a little choose your own adventure library, and I read every single book that was there, like in our in our local library. So it's because uh, <laughs> you know, so I I pretty much I've, knew the stories. I've I don't remember. Rum- not to get too far off topic, but I've heard rumblings that they are making a choose your own adventure movie. Oh, that, that doesn't make any <laughs> yeah. sense, though. That defeats the whole purpose of the of There's the books. Like, it's playing yeah. like eight theaters, and you have to like get up and move around the theaters if you make choices. Well, this is yeah, completely off topic, but you know we, we can <laughs> yeah. we can do that. That's fine. But uh, I think the intent is that they're going to develop some kind of way that people will be able to vote on their phones yeah. while watching the movie. Well, I was going to say wow, like that sounds terrible. When I was in high yeah. school, when I was in high school, there was a movie that I went to that you could vote on. I wish I could remember what it was called, but it was about some guy who was like a, he, he was like a half robot dude, and uh, there was like a button on your seat. I don't know if you guys ever saw this or ever like heard about it. It was like a one-time thing, and I went and I got like a free poster and stuff. I don't know where it is, but but yeah, you would like go there, and there was like there were like three buttons on your seat, and you would press whatever button you wanted him to do, and it was like a voting thing. So like, however many people press this one button will be what he actually actually did, and I think you would like. You would like kind of like mash it, you know, like like a like a game and hit it a bunch of times. How many times it would hit? But they did do that, and it was really weird. But then it never happened again. It's like almost I don't know. I'd have to do some research about it. Seems like something I almost dreamed up, but no, it really it real? it really didn't happen. And they did have this interactive movie, and I remember at the end of the movie, there's like sort of a deleted scene thing where it's like I remember one of them was like, "Do you want to see how he?" It's like here because he's like this robot person. It's like, how do you, do you want to see how he does these things? And one of them we voted for was like, do you want to see how he pees? And it like, he had like this, <laughs> he had like this, like, uh, had like this bottle of pee that he like took out of himself and disposed of or whatever. It wasn't that interesting, but, <laughs> but that was like, yeah, it was so weird. It's such a weird the movie. The rating changed on it immediately after you chose that. <laughs> it was, it, it was such a strange movie, but they did do that and it was totally like interactive and, uh, but then you never really saw it after that. Maybe it was like a weird focus group thing that I got. That I ended up finding. I mean, I did. It was when I was a teenager, so I didn't really, you know, I didn't know how to find shit like that on the internet or anything. It was, you know, the internet was hardly even a thing. It was like AOL and all that back then, still. So, yeah, but it was a, yeah, it was such a weird thing. And I wondered, maybe they want to try to bring that back. I mean, if 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 there was some way for you to vote, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you would release the do like a straight to video thing and like on DVD, and you can pick it or make it like an option in Netflix or something where you're like, I it's so strange though to think of like, yeah, of how long, um, the crusade against no phones in the movie theater has been going though. Like that's a, that's like, like yeah. a, I don't know, like a commandment almost at this point. Yeah. Thou shalt not right. turn on your phone. So like, that's going to be weird. Like being in a movie where you're encouraged to use your phone. People are just going to use their phone the whole time. If, if they have it out. So. Oh, you think they would have it in there? Right. Well, I guess they wouldn't want to put like a controller in the seat. Like the one that I went to, it would have to be like three. Well, you wouldn't have to do that because everyone already has a controller in their yeah. pocket. 
True. It's like the new drive-ins where you can like tune it into your radio, which is mm-hmm. pretty amazing. But yeah, uh, that would it from from working like working in the movie aspect. That would be a pain in the ass to make a choose your own adventure movie because you would have to film so much. It would so be, much, yeah. It would be almost like making a season of a TV show because you would have to film so much footage for different endings. You know, it's depending like how far you want to go with it. Like if there's going to be like different, you know, different like trees depending on uh, how you, you know, where you go one way and then there's different ways that way and then different ways if you go the other way. And right, it could be like a pretty well, I guess- ambitious project if you want to go crazy with it. I mean, bringing it back full circle to the FMV thing. It's like watching an FMV game uh-huh. in a movie theater. Yeah. You know, like personally, I'd rather just play that at home and have full control rather than put up to vote with a bunch of strangers, you know? Yeah. That's what they should do. They should just take, Not after you a- no, don't pick that. I've already seen that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause they probably want you to come back and see it again, but it's like, but it's like, Oh, what if they don't choose the right thing though? You know, you gotta gotta get a group together and make sure you, you want to see all the different parts. Well, yeah, I mean, I would see that they should do it more like uh, they should take the choose your own adventure and just make it into a game, like you're saying, just make it like the late shift or like night trap or that. I'd be I'd be more inclined to play that than go see a movie about it. I feel like that would probably right. be better actually, because right. the movie's probably going to end up like Rampage, where it like has like nothing to do. I haven't seen Rampage, but I know that it's not. I mean, I know from John that it's yeah. not people turned into animals, and that kind of angers me. <laughs> and yeah, they just they made a battleship movie. Can you imagine that as choose your own adventure? Yeah, I didn't watch that. Do you either. choose E four or E five <laughs> or E six? Yeah, yeah. Right. I chose not to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> nice, uh, nice choose your own adventure sidetrack. But yeah, no. Uh, if anybody, I, I, you know, if you guys are listening, you choose your own adventure movie. People uh, make it into a game, not a movie. And let us know if you want us to do a choose your own adventure podcast sometime. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Trey, Trey, Trey will edit that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, many many times. That'll be like the next like fifty episodes of the different uh, <laughs> pathways. So uh, I'm gonna run over a couple real quick things before we go to break. Uh, do you remember that game called? Uh, man, I can't even remember what it was called. The um, Brawl Out, the the knockoff Smash Brothers game that was on yep. that, that I played. I did a video for that. Apparently, they're adding ukulele to their roster in there, so maybe I'll come back and uh, play that for a second. So we definitely won't see Yuka and Smash then. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean necessarily he won't be in there, but he would. You know, they're adding him there too. There, so maybe I'll try that again. Uh, I, I heard that, that just says to me maybe <laughs> ukulele is only a brawl out caliber character. Yeah, doesn't make the grade for Smash. I don't know what just, he would. It's kind of a sad commentary. Yeah, I don't know what he would really. I don't know what he really do in there. But at least they never put Shovel Knight in Brawl Out because I think Shovel Knight would be perfect for Smash. He'd be a good character to have in there. But I did. I, I, I did yeah. hear some rumblings about Smash. I guess in a in a, one of the latest IGN interviews with Bill Trennan, he said that it made it sound like that they might be doing like sort of like a global test punch thing with with Ultimate. Oh, at cool. some point where they do like. They're saying like they might do the demo like they did with like Arms and Splatoon two, where they do like a worldwide test the internet thing, where you get to play a multiplayer thing for free, which that would be really cool. I'd be into that. Say like same thing they did with Tennis Aces, where like they let you do the tournament mode for free and you can try it out. They do that with Splatoon two as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do it with Arms and Splatoon splat. and uh, and our and a uh, Tennis Aces, where you get a free demo and you can just play for a weekend. And that makes sense that they would do that. I'm sure, I'm sure they'd probably do it around like October or. Maybe November. Um, you could even do it. I mean, the demo is 
demos done, you know, they can do it super early and just make sure that their uh, their network is up to snuff. Sure. Well, I'm sure they want to do it like close enough to release date so people don't like fall off after they play it, you know. But so I would uh, expect yeah. like yeah. I would expect November probably, maybe late October. But uh, apparently, we we talked about new stuff for Mario Kart Eight that there's going to be uh, DLC stuff, and apparently there's already some free DLC. I don't know if you guys have played it. You you both of you have it, but apparently yeah, there's yeah. a link. Uh, there's a Breath of the Wild link character in there now that was added. There is. Yeah, yeah then the they, they added the like, motorcycle. Uh-huh. Yeah, the motorcycle too from the DLC is in there, so that's cool. I mean, it's not more races, but they added more characters, so you guys can check that out. So you have it. I still haven't, you know, haven't bought it again because I already got it. Um, also, a roll just kind of a random, random update to uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. All of a sudden, it mm-hmm. just says to me. I think I talked about in the last episode that the better idea would be to do the DLC versus going Mario Kart Nine. Maybe they're just going to do that from now and just keep adding to Mario Kart Eight since everybody's already got it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think they'll still do a whole f- new full fledged game eventually, but maybe if, if they feel like it's too far ahead in the development, they'll like just let's just add more stuff to Eight. They're going to add, what are they going to add next? Transporting? Like, what's after flying? You got swimming, <laughs> flying. Just teleport straight to the yeah. end. Yeah. So well, I'm just wondering, race. there's got to be something along those lines, some kind of gimmick. Well, uh, did you put. ever did you ever play that uh, kart game for PlayStation 3, Mod Nation Racers? Did any of you guys play that game? Uh-uh. No. Uh, that game was pretty cool, actually. But it had a it had a cool thing where like you could kind of like level up your weapons. Like, if you get a weapon... And you don't use it, and then you get a weapon again. It'll level up to level two, and like you can get up to like level three. And there's like a speed booster one that level three is actually like a warp. Like you do like kind of transport, like you disappear and like reappear like farther ahead in the race. And that was really a really cool item. And I never saw that again in anything after that. But <laughs> but that game was awesome. Like that was like probably some would say it was like kind of it was almost a contender for Mario Kart at the time. Like you could like make your own racers, you could make your own races. Um, well, was that the one made by the people that did Hot Shots Golf? No, I think it was made by the guys who did uh, Little Big Planet. Oh, okay. Well, because there was maybe because there was a middle big Little Big Planet racer game that came out after that that was like in the same team and it sucked. But My Nation Racers was awesome. That game was great. It was uh yeah I had a lot of fun with that. But yeah, there's speaking of transporting, you could do something like that. A couple more things and then we'll be done. Yeah, there's a. Roller Coaster Tycoon got announced for Switch. Um, if anybody played that game, that's uh, coming to Switch. I thought it was kind of <laughs> random, but you know, yeah, whatever. Atari did like a Kickstarter for that. Am I right? I think so. Did they? I think for I the Switch version, that, which was a weird thing. Like you're Atari, why don't you just like put out the game? Are you that desperate for cash? You're trying to do a Kickstarter. I don't um, know. It give it gives them like guaranteed sales, I guess, for some of yeah. the tiers on there, you know. So I understand that. Maybe they're like, why would anybody get it? Speaking of like weird games like that, Carnival Games is on the eShop now, <laughs> so you can uh, you can put put that to your wish list or whatever if you want to. I, I don't think. Thank you could, goodness, finally. You can't pre-purchase it, but it's <laughs> I was on there. Scared that was never going to come out for the Switch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> six with the fifty-dollar Carnival Games versus the five-dollar. Hey man, you spend more than that at the real carnival. <laughs> true, that's true. Deal. And uh, there was also they added some details to Pokemon Let's Go uh, gym. I guess there's gym requirements now, where you have to have specific Pokemon to get in and have to be at a certain level and all that, which is good since you can't really since you can park. I don't know since there's no like necessarily grinding in there, it gives a little bit more to the game. I'm still not sure about that game, but we'll see. Yeah, once we'll once see. it comes out in, in November, they should <laughs> so. change the name to Pokemon. Let's see. 
Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> that's pretty much what it is for me, Pokemon Let's See. Pokemon not, Let's See how the reviews are. It's not us. really uh yeah, it's not really on my radar for game of the year. I mean I definitely play it for the show, but it's like yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what to think about it. I don't really like the the mobile game, Pokemon Go, so it, it had its day in the sun for me, but it doesn't really appeal to me. I feel like I don't I don't walk around enough to enjoy that game. I'm I'm kind of I'm more of a sit uh, sit down gamer. I don't really like walking around to have to play the game, so I didn't really get into it. I still see a lot of people playing it though. I'm really surprised. Well, they keep uh, they keep doing updates, and there was like a yeah. there was a huge event in Chicago like while while we were on this while I was shooting on this job, and uh, if I wasn't working, I would have totally went to it. It was like we could see it. It was like on the beach, like because we were in the we were in like the Hancock downtown, and. And we could see like the Pokemon events and all the people there and like all the big like was that a, stuff. something with Eevee? I don't know what it was. I mean, I saw pictures of IGN editors there, like because my friend and, yeah. I work with who plays it was telling me like there was like crazy Eevee thing coming up where you could catch a bunch of Eevees or easily. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. But yeah, I, I wish I could have gone to that. But yeah, but if uh, if John, uh, you know, if if I'm not working while you're at the toy thing. We might do a we might do a live thing for that. So cool. If if we happen to do it, we'll put it right here, and then that's where that'll be. But uh, anyway, let's take a break, and we'll come back and talk about Shining Resonance. So Shining Resonance Refrain came out like a couple weeks ago. Um, it was a uh, forty is forty four. It came out on a Tuesday. I mean, it's crazy. It like released right in the middle of uh, it was like the three hit punch or like the three hit combo of like Ease Eight Shining Res- Resonance and uh, Octopath Traveler. It's like a crazy like two weeks or three weeks there for uh, for RPG for RPG fans. And uh, I haven't I haven't been able to play as much as I wanted to, but I wanted to have uh, have you back on Kate just to talk about this game and. Talk about like I don't know like the series as a whole too because I know you've played a lot more than I have and uh, I don't know just kind of like freeform uh, talk about Sega of, of that RPG and this one this one was like a this one was a Japanese only release for a while right so it's a uh, so it's like a few years old correct the Shining Resonance refrain is I'm not really sure oh, okay I thought that I, I read somewhere that it was um, that it came out because I think it was originally a PlayStation Three game. And it just it never saw yeah, an English I read translation. That. I think it came out PS3 first about a year or two ago, and got released here recently for us. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. Um, know, let me check. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was older. But uh, so, what? Do you, how do you? What do you think about it so far? I'm loving it. Yeah, I haven't played much of it because I was playing Yeast Origin and Fantasy Star Four mm-hmm. to get caught up to where I was. But when I played it this week from the after the demo, I like how it's open world. It's kind of like playing like Zelda Breath of the Wild, open world, and mm-hmm. then they added like elements from other Shining Force game, like Shining Force EXA for PS2, where it was the first one where it wasn't like a tactical grinding kind of game mm-hmm. where you could just play as an RPG and walk around, get monsters and stuff like that. Mm. 
but then you have alchemy and quests and you can go on dates with the characters and yeah so much so much to do i've been just playing around having fun collecting items yeah i think i just got i think i just got to the point where i can actually go on a, an actual date because i was doing the uh because like I, before you like go to sleep you can do like invite and then you'll like mm-hmm. have a conversation with them like in the hotel or like at the campsite or whatever and i guess if, eventually if you get to a certain point in your level you you go you have a date because i think i had a date with uh so it was sophia probably or no sonia What's the mm-hmm. what's the night? Sonia. Sonia. Okay, yeah. And uh, Yuma had a, had a date with her to uh, go to like a fish shop or something like that. But it's uh, it's interesting because I was playing it right off of right off of Ease Eight, and it has uh, some similarities but some differences. It's weird because like it has like action based combat, but it still kind of has like a still has like a change. Like when you get it, like you'll run into an enemy, and it'll kind of change to like the battle a battle thing, and then more enemies might show up. So it's a little like less seamless in that way. You know, and there's like an area that you have to stay in to play the battle. So there's kind of like it's a little bit more like I don't know how to explain it. Like, uh, you know, it's like tells a tales game. Yeah, like yeah, tales yeah. of Zillia sure. had the same yeah. thing where you play as one main character and you had to stay in your area. You could escape. Like I know this one you can, but you're like mm-hmm. in a circle area, sure, kind of thing. And you can then command your other teammates to be like, all right, save your MP, go all out, do mm-hmm. nothing, which is like familiar to me from playing Zillia. But mm-hmm. I do like it's a sudden change from other Shining Force games. It's like a whole different kind of game mm-hmm. in the series. What was uh, what was the last one to come out before this of in the Shining Force series? Do you know? I'm trying to think. It's been a while. Um, there were Shining Tears for PS2. Honestly, I don't know. It's been quite some years since I played a Shining Force game, like mm-hmm. an actual new one. Yeah, no, I don't really, I haven't really followed it. Like I, like I played a couple of them on the, um, on the Wii and Virtual Console, and uh, that's about all I know. Is that that first one was a lot like um, Fire Emblem, like with the turn-based. But I didn't really follow mm-hmm. where where it had gone from there. It'd be cool if they would release like a collection or something like that, where you could play all of them. The uh, the original the original Shining Resonance on what I was saying earlier it came out in 2014 so okay. it's like four years it came out at the end in December of 2014 in Japan for PlayStation Three so I know it had it had some time before it was finally translated and and ported over here I'm glad we got it yeah yeah me too it's like I said it's been a great week for RPG fans for the Switch or for you know for PlayStation Four as well or you could just uh could play it. So there's a lot, lot for me to switch from, from that to the other. Yeah, who's uh? So like the the basis of this game is uh, your Yuma's. It's like Yuma and Sonya and uh, the Dragoneer. I forget, what, I forget Kira, what her name. Kirika. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think her name is. Yeah. Do you uh? Do you have them three? Those three, but I noticed that you can have four total, so you must unlock more characters as you go. From the opening, it looks like you'll gain like something with a band element with the instruments. So I'm assuming you're gain like other characters, but mm-hmm. four at a time with your party. But maybe you can switch in between who you want, mm-hmm. because you can switch out Yuma to play with anybody else. So I'm assuming he's not has to be in your party. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's they, what I'm thinking. And and they yeah, like you're saying there, they have this musical. There's like a musical instrument theme to it, where um, Kirika has a she has like a harp, and and you like. When you change your weapons, it says like different tuning for it. So they, you know, they go into that like with keep it, you know, keep it in the musical theme. But uh, 
Yeah, so are all your attacks like music based or is that just like sort of a story element? I think it's just like a theme for it. I mean, there's not really like you don't actually play anything, but there's like minstrels that you that you can get different tuning for your instruments with with that. Um, have you played? Do you know what the uh, refrain version is or whatever? What the new because the, at the beginning it asks you if you want to play the classic or the new version. Do you know what the difference is between those two, by chance? Uh, refrain will let you play as the princess and also Sonia's um, elder brother. Oh, okay. I was playing a little bit of that, so it's like a different story. That's what I thought. I I thought that maybe you got to play as the bad guys because it showed uh, cause it showed like <clears throat> it showed different characters when you went down mm-hmm. to that, and I was like, I mean, that's what I <clears throat> think, anyways. Mm-hmm. I, I really haven't played too much of it, but I know you can unlock those too when you beat the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, and yeah. what my friend told me that they'll join your party. So with a new game plus, I think they'll join your party. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, I haven't played it. I mean, I haven't played the refrain, refrain one or really looked into what it was. But I thought, I was thinking, like, oh, it would be cool if you could, like, see the other side of the story and, like, see what's going on in other parts of the game while you're doing the main thing. And I guess that's kind of what it is. That's what I think. But I know when you first play the refrain version, you're playing the story as the other version with Sonia. Mm-hmm. But maybe once you get past that part, you can play as her. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. But I want to eventually see because I mean it's a very addicting game. Yeah. One thing I one thing that bothers me about it is uh, I don't understand why you can't switch your characters on the fly. That's kinda, I wish you could. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> something that's annoying because you have to go into the menu I, and switch them out. Well, you can. I I th- I know you can hit the on the PlayStation the option button go in your main menu so i'm wondering yeah. if during battle because you can do potions or something like that revive mm-hmm. them if you can switch like go to status and or go to where party order is and just change them that way yeah that, that's how i've been doing it it's just like a hitting pause and just switching switching the order of them but it'd be cool if there was like if you could push something on the control pad or something to switch from like one to another it'd, it'd like, be cool without it'd going be into the menu to get into different characters <laughs> yeah of how they fight on the fly versus, all right, let me pause my game for a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I doing? Are you playing it right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the, in the, in the, in the battle. I'm not that rude. <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, it's uh, it said it was addicting. It is, but no, I haven't. I played it earlier this morning. I was showing Tom mm-hmm. this game. Yeah, it looks uh, it looks super pretty. Like, I'm really, I like the graphics a lot. Like, uh, it's very, you know, it looks very uh, anime influenced, but... uh. Is this I'll a full price thing. game? It's a forty. Yeah. It's a. It was forty. It's, it's probably the same price on PlayStation, right? It's it's forty on the eShop for Switch. Oh, that's not. Oh, yeah, that's not quite there. That's yeah. like two thirds price game. Yeah. I think I paid more because I got the what was it? The metal tin. I think I paid fifty on Amazon for it, but it came with the reversible metal tin of oh, okay. the main characters: Sonia, the elf girl, Kirika, and then the princess. But I'm not sure if it's just regular price for PS4 without it. Yeah, I, I figured it. I figured it was probably because it was a multi-platform release that it was probably forty for all of them. But yeah, it's not. It's not like sixty dollars. But it's it's a full it's a full game. I think. Uh, I think it looks like graphic wise. I think it looks better than Ease. But um, yeah, and I'm wondering how. Like I I haven't gotten that far. Like I said, and I think you're about around the same area as I am. Like I. I got to a part like after when you beat the uh, the dragon, 
which that's I think, where I am because right because you can actually if you're interested in playing it you can actually get there is a free demo of it on the eShop where you play like the very first dungeon which is probably like 40 minutes of the game and oh. uh, you can kind of get an idea of like the way it plays and it like introduces like the the three main characters in there and um but I don't think it carries over it, either that or I didn't figure out how to do it but I played the demo and then I had to play through the demo part again in the regular game did you have did you have that too well, I know on the PlayStation, I, when I played it, it popped up that I could continue, but I hit the wrong button, and then the demo was gone. Oh, I, so must, I had to restart from the beginning. I must have done that, too, because I did the same thing. Like, something popped up and said, like, do you want to, like, carry over items from the demo? And I wasn't sure if it meant, like, if I start, because I had to do the whole beginning again also. So maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe you, I didn't understand. Like, I was like, did I get anything from the demo? Like, am I supposed to continue from the demo? Like, I didn't. Yeah, I must, I must have screwed it up, too, because I had to do that whole beginning part again. But so maybe you can, maybe maybe you can't. I don't know. But yeah, you could you could play the demo and try it out and see and see the way it looks. But uh, Yuma, the main character, or well, maybe the main character, one of he turns into a he turns into a giant dragon. So that's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. You find that out, and there's like other dragons that you fight. Even though I feel like every time I turn into a dragon with him, I end up like getting to where. You know where you lose control of the dragon and it starts like attacking you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be. So I haven't really noticed the uh, positive aspect of that yet because every time I do it, he just he just uh, you know, I lose control and he just runs off. So I don't really use it that much, or I haven't lately. Yeah, Does it I like know. start attacking your own party, or it just leaves? It stays and it just goes to berserk mode. Oh, okay. And it just stays, but you can't control it anymore. Yeah. Eventually, he'll revert back to him, like a, the human side of him, and then he'll play along. Mm-hmm. But it's annoying because the MP will deplete, deflate really quickly in dragon form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can, I can get like maybe I'm really bad at it, like maybe two hits with dragon breath, and yeah. then I have to revert back so I can control him again. Yeah. So I don't see anything positive just yet using the dragon side. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I mean, there's got to be. Like, maybe you have to be a certain level, like, to control it better. Or, because it seems to be a big part of the game, like him turning into a dragon and all that. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I found it interesting, like, speaking of, like, the NP stuff or, like, the magic points or whatever. I like how, like, you gain them back from hitting the guys in regular attacks. So you can kind of, uh, like, if you need to. That's how I beat that dragon. There's, like, the very first boss after the demo part. Is this dragon in a cave, and I thought that, I don't know, I felt like I was like, I, I got there, and like the dragon would kill me in like pretty much one hit or two hits. So my other characters die like really quickly, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I used uh, Dragoneer, the, the, the Kirka, with, uh, I used her with her uh, bow, and like ran around and just kept shooting it and running. And I would shoot it until my magic meter would get enough to where I could do a couple a couple of her moves. And then I'd run and shoot it some more and build it up. And so I thought that was kind of cool how you can like, you know, you do one move. If you just do your regular attack, you get you get up points back to use your regular magic attacks. So you can kind of balance it back and forth like that. Yeah, that's a nice feature, mm. especially in, in the earlier stages, because everything's a lot of money to buy in that one shop mm-hmm. from that girl just to have potions I think oh it's like yeah 300 gold pieces yeah yeah no it's like yeah it's like three thousand to get the um different the different attributes that you can put in the uh weapons the one the the magician girl that's just like upset all the time like she's like having yeah. having the worst time and she has two different she has like a red and blue eye or she, her eyes are different colors but she's always like oh ho hum like what do you want <laughs> she's not ex- oh. she's not excited about selling anything she's not like the resident evil 
merchant guy. <laughs> but I do like how weather impacts the game because like, I had I was playing earlier. It was fog, mm-hmm. and the enemies were much stronger. And when it was raining, I had different enemies in locations that didn't have them before, like a sky drag, like a sky shark. Oh, okay. So I thought that was really cool. How it was like a weather girl in the castle who will protect the weather. Mm. Which can help you determine like what enemies to face, and it was really cool seeing how the weather impacted the game. I really enjoyed that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that the weather changed, but I didn't notice that there was a difference like in uh, enemies out there. That's pretty like cool. Like in the fog, they were about they had I think I think like the frog things were like higher defense. Oh, okay. And then when it was raining, where the cave is, when it was raining, there was like these sky sharks in one area. Or just be frogs. So I think I I don't know if it's just in that area, but it was mm. pretty cool to see different monsters. Yeah, because I no, yeah I noticed like when you uh, when I was camping, like it, the weather would change, but I didn't know how that would affect it. But yeah, that adds more to it for sure. I'm wondering how big the I mean I'm sure the map gets a lot gets a lot bigger too because I haven't haven't really gone that far. I'm just curious as to see like once how much more it opens up. You know that as as you go, and I've gotten a ton of like extra side quests and stuff like that to do. Like as a lot of people in the town have different things to do, and I finally figured out like uh, if you hit like R two or ZR, you can actually look at your quest list, so it'll help you keep oh, that's track of stuff. I was wondering. Yeah, because I <laughs> like, I had to look it up because I was like I don't know I don't know where I'm supposed to go or like what what I'm supposed to do for this. And yeah, you can uh, you can pull up a list on that. But do you do you guys have any questions about the game? You have, yeah, I, know, I, I know you guys haven't they haven't played, but uh, I figured we could um, just talk yeah. back and forth about it. What's up? I don't. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't play RPGs really at all. Um, so, like, what makes Shining Force different from any other series? Shining Force is a tactical strategical RPG mm-hmm. where you control. I think it's like ten members of your party or twelve per map. So every time you have to leave the town, you have a battle. Not all the time. Mm. I know Shining Force 2, which continued to the, 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 the franchise, had it where every time you would leave, you have to, unless you beat that one area. Where, unlike in Fire Emblem, where if the main anyone dies in Fire Emblem, they're gone for good. Mm-hmm. In this game, they're not. But in all the Shining games, if the main character dies the Valkyries will come and take half your gold to bring you to the priest to resurrect you. Oh. Darkness, which was the first game for Genesis of Shining, the Shining Force series, was a, is, a, is a regular RPG done in, I think, done in first person. Mm-hmm. And th- then they have, like, act like these games with Shining Wisdom for Saturn. And then they have Shining Soul 1 and 2, which is just, like, you're fighting, like, these monsters on a random level for I don't know. It's not a bad game if you're already a fan of Fire Emblem, mm. but it does take a lot of grinding and shining force to get what you need to go to. And then you can promote your characters. So once you hit a certain level, you can promote, but you have to wait to promote. If you promote too early, then you're back to level one, regardless, but then you're at a disadvantage. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fire Emblem kind of does that too. Where like you, they want you need to, because uh, I would always promote my characters as soon as I could, and I found out that that's not the right way to do it. Like, do you want to like you want to get a higher, get as high a level as you can on the regular on your regular class before you like go to the next thing? And I'm sure it kind of works like that too. And Shining Force. 
oh yeah, because you'll know that I do it all the time, just forgetting. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited to see a different sprite. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. What <laughs> the hero will be, and then I realize where I am that I made a mistake. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. then it's more of you're back to level one, and they're higher levels. You have to really grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like similar on Fire Emblem where I was like, oh, I want to see what this guy looks like. And then it's like, oh, well, maybe I should have waited. Before Can I, I restart Loma. my game? <laughs> do you, uh, <laughs> where my save was. Yeah. Do, do you do you miss the old, like, uh, turn-based strategy stuff of it? Or do you or do you prefer, like, the newer action style of the Shining I series? Like, I, I kind of don't miss it. I like the direction that this game takes, where it's a good introduction to Shining Force if you want to play the older games. But also, it's more of a RPG, and it just flows nicely, because all like the turn-based games. I think it was a lot better on Shining Force Three for Saturn, and that was a three-game series. We only got one in the states, hmm. but that's a great game. But I like both. I just hmm. don't miss it as much. Yeah, because it was more of a pain to. So, like for each character, you had to level up, and so one if you killed the main boss at that level the, the the level ends and you're free to go but to get your characters to be high enough levels to survive you have to replay that same map oh. over and over it's yeah. really cons- time consuming and unless you're dedicated like with fire emblem unless you're dedicated to the game mm-hmm. you, you won't get very far in it yeah you shouldn't have to repeat maps though i mean that's that's how i feel like it's should be unless you i mean if you want to try to grind but it's it's you shouldn't have to do it multiple times. I can always get irritating and kind of like halt the flow of the story and all that. Just kind of slow it down. Um, I, I remember I, I saw that you got the, um, you got that, uh, Genesis collection game for mm-hmm. PS4, the one that didn't come out for switch, which I don't know why that, that kind of, we talked about that in a previous episode that angered all of us on that one. But how many, how many of the uh, shining games are on there? Like I know that they had all the f- fantasy stars, right? Or at least like two, three and four. You, um, all Fantasy Star 4s are on there. You can unlock the first one by beating 4, like in all the, the, the Sega collections. Okay. Shining Force is the same one. Shining the Darkness, Shining Force 1 and 2 okay. are on that game. Have I you... wish 3 was on it. Well, 3 <laughs> is... Uh... 3 is an awesome game. Yeah, 3 Saturn though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to play uh, Saturn RPGs or Saturn at all. I know Jeremy has one, but it doesn't work. I think we talked about this last time. I don't know if it works, right? I don't have the hookups to see if it works. Yeah. The only game I have is Knights for the Saturn. So I do actually own a game for it if I ever get it working. I can play Knights. Uh, And that's the one to have, right? That's one of the ones to... I mean, it's not rare or anything, but it's one of the better games. I mean, it's the one. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I've never... I want to play the Panzer games. I've never Sorry. even well, yeah, and those uh, are rare, yeah, and, and Saga. Yeah, I've never actually seen a Saturn or played one. <laughs> so, well, I'm sure I saw one at the Midwest Gaming Classic at some point, but I've never even I don't remember seeing them in stores or like uh, I never had didn't have any friends at the time that it was out that had it. You know, I had one friend who had one, and uh, he had Knights, and I remember like. Oh, this isn't the Mario Killer they said it was. It's a really pretty game. I've like, always been in. The yeah. colors are really mm-hmm. nice in it, but yeah, it's it's not nowhere nowhere near the level of gameplay of Mario. It's just it's like more of a side scrolling shooter. Mm. I've always yeah, been, it's not even a shooter. It's just a side scroller. Mm. I've always been intrigued by it. I just don't really know. I have I have the Knight sequel game on Wii. I bought it for Which a couple bucks not, from, right. from Discord Play. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard it's awful, but it was so cheap that I was like, eh, why not? And I have, I still haven't played it yet, but it was like $2. It's sad. It was $2, and I was like, eh. It's like when I bought Wii Music for like 50 cents from games from GameStop. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, it's so cheap. It's like, and I never played that one either. But it was just, just the fact that it was under a dollar. And really, it was like 75 cents or something like that. I was like, yeah, uh-huh. why not? I will say you get, you get a, kind of an approximation of what the game's like in the uh, all-star racing transformed on the night's level if you remember that level oh yeah yeah those games were really because cool. you actually see a couple of the bosses in, in that stage and yeah. stuff it's pretty actually one of the probably my favorite stage in that game yeah it that, really took me by surprise there's actually a news thing that i forgot to mention it's not really that big of a news but that reminds me of that a uh, big the cat got added to uh, sonic team racing <laughs> so <laughs> Everyone's oh, wonderful. Everyone's favorite uh, hated character is now on there. <laughs> I want I, I hope that game's good. I don't know if you played any of the Sonic and Sega All Star Racing games, Kate, but I really liked the last one. Well, I like both of them. I like the first one and the transformed one. No, I haven't, unfortunately. But I'm glad that Top Cat's coming back or Big Cat. <laughs> Big the Cat, yeah. <laughs> Big the Cat. Because didn't he like die or something? I don't know all the lore of Sonic, but. Didn't, didn't didn't he die because everybody was like tired of him from? Yeah. Sorry. I thought <laughs> I thought he died because of uh, I don't know. I thought they got rid of him because he was in like Adventure One too many times or something like that, and he showed up as like a secret character in different games. I don't know. I don't know the the lore of Big the Cat. They should do a whole uh, extra game series on him or something. He should just say. have his own game. Yeah, yeah. Big the Cat. <laughs> Uh, I just remember you. How could, the like, people who made Bubsy develop it? Bubsy 3D, yeah. <laughs> so can't believe that. All the worst game. cats in one game. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, no, we were talking about the old, uh, the Shining. So, have you played it on that on that new uh, Sega collection game? Did you tool around yeah. with a uh, Shining Force it, One and Two? It's the same old Shining Force. I, I enjoy it because I played it for Genesis mm. when it first came out and I played the remake on Game Boy Advance. I'll support this series so people will get like more of mm-hmm. the series or yeah. like you said earlier, a collection of all shedding games. That would be nice. Like I would love to see uh I don't know yeah, I don't know why they didn't I mean they've done like some they've they've done some uh fantasy star collections. Like I have the one for Game Boy Advance that has like mm-hmm. it has like one, two and three on it. But it, but there's not really and then there's been like the Sega collection, but I don't feel like they've really done like specific stuff for their RPGs, but they do. I feel like more people talk about Fantasy Star than Shining Force. Yeah, Shining. Well, I mean, both of them kind of like. I mean, I feel like I guess Shining's the Shining Force has, has been like has had more stuff because Fantasy Star like has pretty much disappeared since Fantasy Star Online. I think. Right. I mean, I know there's one. There's one that you can buy in the Japanese eShop for Switch. That's like an that's an MMO, but I don't know how exactly it works, or how much different it is from the original Fantasy Star Online one and two. I know that there's a Link character you can get on that, but I I didn't get it because it's all in Japanese text and I can't read it. But <laughs> I, but so there is something going with that. But I feel like aside from that, uh, it's they've kind of left the series. Like they haven't really done much with it. Sega hasn't. And Shining, this and this is the last Shining game, I guess, from four years ago. And maybe they're just trying to re-release it to see if there's any sort of uh, interest in it over here. But I mean, I don't know. I, I think that it's a game that you would uh, that you would play, John, because it's not like it's not turn it's not turn based. It's action based. Okay. So it's more. It's, I give it a shot. It's more like that. But I mean, demo. yeah. 
you could check it check it out through the demo but i mean it's uh yeah in that way it's different it's different from most but it seems like this uh this one in particular has a lot more options you know like where you know all the different quests and you can do the date the dating thing and all that and it feels like a game that you probably has a good amount of hours in there i haven't really looked at uh what the hour count is like a, on how long to beat but i expect it to be like uh pretty long it it meets the dollar an hour rule oh yeah quality game well sure i mean most i expect most rpgs to be at least at least 60 i imagine this will probably be up there depending on kind of it is like the, the alchemy there's the dating aspect mm-hmm. for your for your character i think it's just two main girls that mm-hmm. you can date but, but it look, it's just a fun game mm-hmm and I hopefully, like you said, Sega will want to bring back this franchise. Yeah, I would love them to do more to do more of their RPG stuff because I feel like that's a that's an area that they haven't really that they ha- aren't really tapping. You know, if they're doing like more Shenmue stuff, they should do go back to their yeah. RPGs. I can't so. wait for August for that game <laughs> for Shenmue one and two. <laughs> but I'm excited that that's coming out. So I'm hoping that maybe they'll open the floodgates to let a lot of the franchises that have died. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of them. Back. There's a lot Wait. of them that have died like streets of rage. I mean, we haven't seen that since three. <laughs> oh, oh, if one Sega franchise that could come back since Shenmue's already coming back streets of rage. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I, In fact, the whole fighting genre, the whole beat of genre needs to come back. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, they have to find a way to make it, more interesting though, like have some like work for 3D, which I feel like they never really made it work for 3D. I can't yeah. think of no one game that that, yeah. that mastered it. Mm. And Beautiful that, Joe was 2D, but that was a fantastic beat yeah. up that I wish yeah. would come back. Oh, that game was great. I agreed. Yeah, I never, I, I never beat the second one. I got, su- I got stuck on the second one, but I love that first Same. one, and I really like the uh, DS one. I don't know if you ever played that. The uh, I did not. Yeah, Mm-mm. that one was so cool. Well, I forget what it was called. It, it had some sort of name with the uh, with the DS name, but it actually had 3D on both screens. It was the only game that did that because that was supposedly not something that you could do on the DS, and they actually were able to do it. So it was cool because you could do interactive stuff on the bottom and, and on the and on the top while you're moving around. Those games are awesome. But uh, yeah, I don't. You know, like I said, I haven't haven't gotten uh, too far into Shining Resonance, but I am enjoying it. It's it's uh, it looks very cool. Um, the battles work great for the most part. After after getting stuck on the dragon, once I got past that, it seemed like the game opened up a lot more, and there's a lot more to do. I'm still curious like as to what the main story is. And there has to be more people that you get, because it shows like four four slots in the in the menu there. So you must get more people as you go. I, I do wish that there were more uh, clothing options for uh, Yuma. He only has like one yes. change. <laughs> which, which seems kind of a little... Uh, Kind of a little like sexist because it's like the two girls have like ten different bikinis that you can wear, and uh, Yuma has like one outfit. <laughs> he just has the uh, idol no outfit, speedo. so it seems kind no. of a little like creepy, like uh, you know, like that, that in that way. <laughs> Japanese Yuma yeah. has like the default I- outfit and then a pop idol outfit. Yep, and that's it. That's all he has. <laughs> and the girls have like fifteen outfits. <laughs> Maid, schoolgirl, bikinis, bikinis, yep. bikinis. Yeah, and there's there's really like ten different bikinis for each one. It's kind of like mm, okay, it's kind of weird. But can you get more? Is it, do you unlock more as you go? I'm wondering if if you get the other characters, if perhaps because you'll get 
additional, or I don't know. I hope so. You get more, uh, get more bikinis. I mean, Yuma could at least have like a swimsuit that he could wear, <laughs> you know, just something, have like a beach party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Hopefully yeah. maybe during the quest, he'll get it as like a collection or achievement. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. Yeah. I would, I would hope so. Yeah. Cause I get tired of looking, uh, looking at the, uh, it's just two, just two options. You know, it's either that or I get tired of looking at the pop idol outfit. So I don't really, uh, yeah, it's either that or the, or the default, but I'm going to, I'm going to play some more of it. Like I said, it's uh it's nice to be able to like switch between this or Octopath or, e- or ease. And it's just like, you know, there's all, all great RPGs on, on the switch there to just pop, pop from one to another. And uh, we can always do updates in the future about, about that, you know, and long farther down the road. But is there, is there any final thoughts that you want to say about uh shining force or shining uh resonance or shining force as a series? I could definitely see it as a series, kind of like Final Fantasy has been for years. Mm. There's so much potential with the Shining Force series, the Shining series in general, mm. that there's action RPGs, there's traditional RPGs, tactical RPGs. There's something for everyone in this series and mm. franchise that hopefully, like you said, if it does well, Sega will promote more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really hoping that it does, so... We'll see. They they need like a group of they need like a Sega group, like kind of like the Square group that's just like working on. Uh, be cool if they had a group that's just working on uh, Sega RPGs and stuff like that. I don't know what. I mean, it's hard to tell like what they're doing. I mean, the last thing I heard was like Sonic Team Racing, which is kind of like, or like Sonic Forces. It's like what were you doing there? You know, Sega's a hard company to understand. But mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully with this release, maybe, you know, hopefully it does well on all the systems and they'll be able to do more stuff with it. But yeah, I'm excited to play more of it. It's a, it's totally worth it. Um, and I think, uh, I wish I had known there was a demo. I totally would have tried to check it out before. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a 40 minute demo. I mean, it's free. You can, you can check it out. I although, think it's, although hearing that you have to play it again kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah. I, we might have just messed it up though, but mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, it, I played through it twice. It didn't really bother me. It's not like, it's not that long. I think the one that bothered me the most was uh, Dragon Quest Builders because I think it took me like an hour and a half to get through the demo, and I was like, oh, I got to do that again. <laughs> but I did. I did oh it. wow! It's fine. But I was like, I was determined enough, so I went. So I just did the same thing, but I just did. You beat fine. that game yet? No, that game's You're like a, that, that game's like a hundred plus hours. I think I put like fifty hours into it, but it's fun. But yeah, I haven't done it yet. Um, yeah, so I think I think we're gonna wrap it up here. But uh, thanks again for coming on. I love talking to you about RPGs and all that. Especially, you have a lot of knowledge of the Sega stuff, which I'm always interested in, but I don't know all of it. I wish to. I'm hoping to get. Uh, I'm, I was I was wait I was waiting that that Sega collection would come to would come to Switch, but it looks like it isn't. I might uh, end up picking it up. I know it's not that much. Just get it for PS4 to check it out. Especially since. Um, you know, since the the virtual console is dead now for the Wii, I mean, you can still get stuff, but you can't add money to it, which sucks. Because that's what I, w- I would always steer people for. You know, it's like, well, you can get like Fantasy Star, you, you know, you can get the Fantasy Star games on there, you know, and play and play them through that. If you don't, you know, I still have maybe four wait. that I haven't played. I have the yeah. physical physical copy of it. No, you should play it over there on my shelf. You should play four. I know Kate's been putting up a bunch of videos of uh, her playthrough. Uh, what? Mention and do you want to mention what happened with that with that playthrough, or do you probably oh, don't want to relive that I uh, was that terror? Beat Dark Force for the first time. <laughs> I was very excited and I woke my roommate up because I was geeking out talking about it. And when I went to finish the video after I saved my game, I hit the wrong button and deleted it. Oh, 
So now I have to play from the beginning again to get where I was. Mm. Like from the very beginning? Yep. Oh my god. Because where my saved data is, yeah. I already beat the boss. And so and you've got it on video where you like goofed up and deleted it? It's just gone from my system. I was hoping uh, that I could retrieve it if it somehow saved earlier. But because it's set for the Japanese control, so circle is X. Mm-hmm. And I think you can change it in the configurations and say the collection, but I didn't. I'm like, right, I'm good at this. No, I hit the wrong button and it oh. was gone. And oh, I was no. like swearing. <laughs> I was like, That's no. <laughs> it took, uh, so I'm getting there. I just got to the tower again where Alice is going to, she'll be gone from the party soon. Hmm. So I just got to beat a couple more bosses, travel to space, level up some more, and then take on Dark Force. <laughs> Might be another month. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. But you get to play it again. I mean, it's a great game. <laughs> I'm sure you I enjoy didn't want to. I, yeah. like I play it every year. Yeah. But it's a fun RPG. You don't have to play the other Phoenix Stars at all to know what goes on, which yeah, I like. That's the only one. Yeah, that's the only one that I played like all the way through was four. And I loved it. Like I thought I loved it from beginning to end. And I've played a little bit of one and two, like, but not like, like played it, played it, you know. But we could always, you know, we could always try to do like a, like a stream, like Jeremy and I, we could try to, we could always, if you wanted to play it, we could both play it. I could play it my Wii version or like any of the other versions that I have have a bunch of different versions, but you know, we could always, we could always try playing it and doing a video like of both of us playing at the same time and all that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We've done that with a, with like competitive stuff and we did it with Castlevania also with Ari of Sorrow. We played like the first hour of that. So we could Yeah. And then when we did the NES classic video, that was one of my favorite ones we did yeah so we could we could always do fantasy star 4 i mean i would do it if it would get you to play the game because the game is really good and it's definitely what you well play, I, yeah. I do have a feeling you know i'm gonna want to play more rpgs once i'm done with octo so yeah ease and now shining are both on my radar yeah and you can play we well, can't you can't play ease there's no demo of ease but you can play shining so you should definitely check out the free demo both of you guys should and uh see, see what you think of it i think it's worth checking out for sure but uh, I think I'm gonna wrap out the wrap up the episode here. But uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for being on again. And um, we we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Litter. And Kate, nice to meet you, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks cool. for being on, Kate. Yeah, thanks for being on. And we can uh, where where can we find you? Uh, you're on. I know you're Esper Dreams on uh, Twitter, right? And that's pretty mm-hmm. much the same through everything, right? We can find you yeah. on uh, mm-hmm. Twitch and YouTube on the same thing, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely check that out. And I, yeah, I've been enjoying your final, your uh, fantasy star videos and uh, oh, thank ease you so origins much. And, stuff like that. and thanks for watching my videos as well. I appreciate it. Of course. Cool. All right. Thanks for being on. Thank you. Have thanks a great day, guys. All right. You too. Later. Later. Bye. Later. But uh, yeah, you can find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com. Uh, we uh, we you know we post an episode every when every Friday for for this. Um, leave us leave us a review if you can on iTunes. Uh, we're on youtube.com slash fingmater, F-I-N-G-M-A-T-E-R, and um, twitch TV, twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast, and you can find me on Twitter, Nintendo underscore domain, and Jeremy at, at jmaxstack, so you can check out our, our funny uh, talk on there. Our funny Twitter talks. <laughs> our tweets and whatnot. I posted a real funny picture from Octopath recently. Yeah, no, I did see an Octopath thing on there. Anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. See ya!
if you watch any of my Minecraft videos, you can hear the cats in the background. They're like on there. every video. <laughs> they're talking to me, telling me to quit playing games. At least they're not. Uh, <laughs> at least they're not like breaking your system and all that. Uh, they want to. 